What's up, everybody? It's been a while, but I am back. This is Britt Jones, and this is Throwback Country Music Podcast. And I'm so excited about today's episode. I'm here with my buddy, Justin Jones, and me and him have been playing a lot of music together lately. Uh, we've called ourselves the Jones Boys because we're our both last names are Joneses, but we're not even cousins. Uh, we're not even kin. But uh, I, I guess we kind of are now, though. I feel like brother from another mother. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm, we're just going to kind of chat about what's going on in our lives and and what's going on with uh, what we're wanting to do with music and and all that cool stuff. But it's been a while since we've had an episode, and <coughs> excuse me. Uh, so I thought, uh, why not record one with uh, me and my buddy Justin, who's playing some music together? You know, for the past few weeks we've. I've uh, been playing some Facebook live concerts and, and just doing some cover songs and stuff and uh, just putting our own spin uh, on some popular songs from yesterday uh, with an acoustic and harmonica and just kind of making the songs our own. And uh, we've gotten a lot of good feedback. So I thought, I told Justin, I said, why don't we uh, do a recorded podcast, record a show on Throwback that, um, you know, just tell people what's going on. Uh, we have a Facebook page that we just launched. It's called, it's at facebook.com forward slash the Jones Boys Music. That's facebook.com forward slash the Jones Boys Music. <clears throat> and you can go on there and hit the like button. Uh, we're going to try to go live from that page uh, this Sunday. So we're just going to kind of grow it and just see what happens. But um, we just want to make music in this area and just have some fun with it. Um, Justin's been playing harmonica for I think seven seven months seven months since February since February and so uh, but he has taught himself and uh, I was so attracted to it that I thought man I I think this would be kind of cool if uh, we could do it together so uh, anyway uh, Justin is here with me and we're just kind of gonna chat about some music about some influences that he's had with music and and what got him into uh, uh, playing harmonica and all that cool stuff. So, uh, Justin, talk to us about the harmonica. Well, Why did you pick up the harmonica and not like the guitar or the drums or something like that? You can fit it in your pocket. Mm. You can carry it anywhere you go. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like it's it, it kind of expresses your. It's almost an expression of your soul. To me, that's what it's like. I know every instrument can be that way. Yeah. But to me, it's mine that expresses mine. You know, it's my instrument of expression. So, besides it fitting in your pocket, though, like I want to know, and I know we've talked about it off the air, but why? What drew you to the harmonica? Was it someone? Was it something you saw or now, read? Taj Mahal. He see. Uh, she left the. She took the Katie and left me a mule to drive. Karina, you don't miss Taj your water. Hall is an artist, right? Yeah, <coughs> yeah, he's a blues man. Yeah, him and uh, Albert and Freddie King. Oh man! So you were already into blues before you got into the harmonica. Oh correct? yeah, oh yeah. Okay. See, I was into kind of what led me to believe. What led me to Christ was. Uh, Robert Johnson, the folklore of Robert Johnson, the Faustinism. 
Okay, tell Faustinian. Explain tell. who Robert Johnson is for the people that are listening that don't know, because I know who it is because it is a cool story. Okay, but share Robert Johnson the story. Robert Johnson. So you got like John Henry, the guy that that beat the steam engine in the coal mines. You know. Yes. Okay. Well, this is a musical legend. I don't think it's a myth. I think the. Uh, Never mind, I'll leave y'all, I won't put a bias on it. But anyways, uh, Robert Johnson was a blues man. He was a younger man in the Delta and in Mississippi. And Sun House was who was kind of popular around the area at the time. Well, he, uh, Robert Johnson couldn't play the guitar for, he couldn't play. He was no good. He wasn't a talent. And they kind of shoot him off. You know, he would play, and when they stopped playing, he would go up there and try to play at the jute joints, Mm -hmm. and the crowd would boo him. Well, Son House told him to hit the road. He said, kick rocks. Daddy-o, this cat's got to kick rocks, daddy-o. Anyways, Robert Johnson leaves, and then he, supposedly the lore is he goes away, and he gives his guitar to a man at the crossroads, and the man tunes the guitar and hands it back to him, and then Robert Johnson can then play like a... It's like he mastered mastering yesterday. So did so the, the folklore, the legend, is that he sold his soul? Yeah, the legend was he sold his soul in order to be the best blues man. And, I mean, Eric Clapton redid his album mm-hmm. uh man we hear come into my kitchen hellhound on my trail uh crossroads you can google robert johnson and see all kinds of stuff pull up right yeah and see the thing is tommy johnson did it originally in america as the blues man selling his soul in uh selling his soul it's a faustinism there's a, a scientist i think it was german or france uh, it might have been France, Faustin, whatever name that mm-hmm. dialect that is. But uh, Faustin sold, is supposedly sold his soul for knowledge and for like scientific matters, you know. Mm-hmm. And he goes down in history as a really scientific guy. Anyways, I think he's in the Twenty Seven uh, Club too. Oh wow! Yeah, Robert Johnson definitely is. But wait a second, I didn't know that. Yeah, he is. So there might be something to that. The Twenty Seven Club is uh, artists who musicians who actually either died or committed suicide at the age of twenty seven. You got Kurt Cobain, you got Amy Winehouse, you have uh, Elvis Presley's grandson that just uh, unfortunately died a few weeks ago, and then you've got Robert Johnson, Jimi Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Janis Joplin. Joplin, maybe is that right? Yep, Shannon Hoon from Blind Melon. Oh yeah. It's creepy to think about. I mean, it, I mean, it's. Oh, I don't even know. But I didn't know that about Robert Johnson. I just think. Well, uh, he, the Doors, was, Doors, uh, Jim Morrison. He was twenty-seven. I think he was twenty-seven. Man. Wait, but did uh, Robert Johnson? Did he? Was it suicide? No, they said. I think somebody poisoned Robert Johnson. Uh, this. The Stone, the Stone Foxes, I think they sing a song. I killed Robert Johnson, and it's it's about the the tr- the lure is that Robert Johnson was flirting with another man's wife, and the man slipped something in his drink, and it poisoned him. Oh. but he was said to have been barking like a dog before, they, like 
a hellhound was on his trail is what they mm. said. And, you know, they, especially down in Mississippi around that time, they were probably buttering that story up big time. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, that's promotion, you know, for the blues. It was a movement, man. That started the gospel, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, like the gospel singing in, the, in church. So, uh, what would happen is they took the songs out in the fields and they couldn't get the men to come to church so they had to change the musical style in church and they inquired what they were singing out in the fields the style and uh the the church started rock and roll pretty much like it went from the fields to church to rock and roll and this was primarily like the african-american church oh yeah that man. got in that 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 because you see, you still see that in African American uh, yeah, churches man. today, don't you? Elvis, uh, Elvis's songs, like "That's All Right, Mama," that's a, that's a song sang by I forget her name uh, or his name, but there's a older lady, man. I I got her on my phone, but she's got a bunch of hits, dude, and just some of that music. So it's it's screechy almost, mm-hmm. like their voices aren't that good. It's like Jimi Hendrix. I mean, Jimi right. Hendrix is, he's probably my favorite, but he can't sing. Mm-hmm. He sings good enough for me, but I think he doesn't have to sing. I think it's beautiful the way he sings because of the way it he meshes. Plays. Yeah, it meshes with what, yeah. how he plays. But So that's what drew you to the harmonica? Uh, it's the sound, like the... Play a little bit. The... You know, it can get the. You can almost see blues and mm-hmm. selling your soul. At the, it's it's mm-hmm. it's like a. From the depths of your stomach, like a Shinar, belly of the beast. Mm-hmm. You know, for it's, it's the belly. It's mm. it's it's what it sounds like. It's like. It's almost eerie, not melancholy. Oh but no, yeah. Like Metallica or. Yeah. Uh, graveyardish, you know. On a fall night graveyard. Hey, today is the first day of fall, actually. Happy football season. I know, right? Um, Good old Rocky Top. Go dogs. Justin is a Tennessee Vols fan. I'm a Georgia Bulldog fan. We're rebuilding this year. Hmm. <laughs> For the 20th year. Um, that's awesome. Uh, so me and Justin have been talking about doing a podcast together, and we might end up starting one uh, apart from this one. Um, but, um, we have spent literally every, I can count on one hand how many nights or how many days I've been apart from Justin for the past four, going on five months now. Um, so we've, we've, we've got to know each other and play music together and, uh, just got such a feel for each other with, with music that, um. I just this only happened a few weeks ago. I I thought to myself, well, actually was um, it was on Labor Day, and I went up to a place called Pigeon Mountain. It's here in Walker County, Georgia, because we're in Chickamauga, Georgia. If you want to Google it, uh, but I went to a place called Pigeon Mountain, and I found a rock uh, by by myself, and I spent about I guess close to three hours there. And for me, my faith is very important in my life, uh, so I sat on a rock and and I read some scripture and I was just praying you know about different things about what you know basically what the next step was for me in my life and and what's going on um kind of what I the more more purpose and just kind of really what I wanted to do with music and so um 
after that meeting on the rock, um, I, I just felt this strong sense of um, to ask Justin if he'd be interested in forming this uh, little duo of harmonic and acoustic guitar. Um, the Holy Spirit slapped you in the jaw with a he did. size 13 I think he did too. Because uh, that wasn't what I expected. I, you know, for, uh, I guess, I think I told Justin, I think it was around 2015, about five years ago, I started uh, praying and desiring uh, a couple of guys uh, to form some little group with, uh, to travel with, and just to play music, you know, and do something really unique and different with uh, cover songs and originals and and all that. Um, and nothing ever happened, you know. I, I would think about it from time to time, and, and I always still had that in the back of my mind that I wanted to do something because I'd already, I'd always, I have always played music and, and traveled and played, you know, concerts and all that, but I always wanted someone else. I wanted someone else, you know, and, um, and so anyway, after that day on the rock, just a few weeks ago, I started thinking, huh, well, Justin plays harmonica and I play acoustic and, um, Justin has a gift for, writing writing just writing uh he has a gift for like lyrics and 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 words and and so anyway uh i just had this strong feeling of um maybe it's right in front of me that that this uh music thing is right in front of me and i don't need to try to choose someone else because i was i had my eye on a couple of different people that i wanted to maybe start something with because i just moved to this area uh the chattanooga area uh, back in the summer and that was one of the things I wanted to do when I got up here was uh, kind of form something and, and start doing some playing some music out but um, so anyway I approached Justin about it talked to him about it and he was on board immediately uh, what was your thoughts when I talked to you about maybe starting some kind of music thing uh, if you've ever heard Brit sing it's like uh, it's way too pretty to have me in the band you know I'm like a uh, <laughs> wah wah you know so I'm a F-bomb at the dinner table with your grandparents, you know. You're eating Christmas dinner with the family, and I'm like, hey, could you pass the explicit salt shaker or something like that? You know, something embarrassing that would embarrass my wife. But, uh, man, uh, my thoughts were, why? <laughs> why would you? Well, that was why last, you, you didn't me? expect me to talk about it. Too, no, did you? I didn't know. I didn't know that was a possibility. I didn't think. I didn't know what I. I couldn't hear me. You know, I couldn't hear me play. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've recorded some things, but you know, it's me. I don't. I'm not comparing it to anything. And after hearing you sing, I just thought, you, you know, you're way out of my. You're like the major leagues. I would be the bush league or the. Uh, minor leagues you know maybe not i'm not giving you a haughty head or anything not saying you're big leagues no keep going you've got a pretty voice man and it's a lot takes a lot to back it up and i don't know i'm still learning so i don't even know how to play i don't know structure i don't know how to read music i just know the sound and that's the cool thing because later on in this show you're going to hear us play a few songs uh but justin and for those of you that do know a little bit about my my story from listening to the two seasons of the podcast um you know what i've done and where i've been and all that but 
for some reason, I was so drawn to this sound that he was making because the thing is, Justin's not had formal training. He's uh, he's not had uh, he he's not had formal training with the harmonica or with music in general. But his passion for music and listening to song after song after song after song and learning songs and learning even learning the ins and outs of songs, the lyrics, is uh, it's it's unmatched. I'm a musician. And I love music, and that's what I got paid to do for so long. My passion's not even where his is. And so he's introduced me to songs. And there's been times when I'll be like, Justin, I don't know any of this stuff. Play something I know. But he has definitely uh, stretched me as far as uh, listening to new artists. And I have actually started liking some of the artists that he's given me. I've actually downloaded them. But uh, it's been it's been really cool to see... Um, how that's kind of shaped me a little bit uh, with my the way I structure songs and sing. You know, he uh, uh, it'd be easier for me to talk about this with him not sitting here, <laughs> but he actually was uh, allowed me to stretch my my voice, or he encouraged me to stretch my voice in ways that I guess I never have before, and. Um, he he challenged me to to go a little further and so for the past few months <clears throat> i've been stretching my voice i've been singing songs and 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 playing songs that i normally wouldn't play because i didn't think uh they really fit my style uh and you'll hear one of those songs here in a little bit um we we do a cover of one and i so i can't wait to play that for you but um so anyway yeah it's it's been really cool to 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 just to grow because I feel like I've grown as a singer yeah, definitely you know and I'm so I'm not saying I'm one to judge you on that but man I'd listen to you now I wouldn't listen to you back then <laughs> I'm just but my, I'm just kidding but my point is being that uh, I did listen to you he, 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 he upstretched me so we're, we're taking these little nuances and things that we've learned from each other and putting them together as a duo that we've called the Jones Boys um, to make this unique acoustic harmonica, Americana, folk, country, rock sound that we 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 believe it's unique. Uh, so we've done three Facebook lives and we've garnered over three thousand views. And so we thought we might be onto something. So we're just going to keep doing that on Sunday nights at eight o'clock. Uh, every Sunday night at eight o'clock on our Facebook page. And so I'm excited about that, uh, big time. I love it. I look forward to it every Sunday. Well, Britt's definitely coaching me through. He's he's having to show me. He's taking my rough edges and making them smooth, er, anyways. But man, uh, I'm cooking some food. Oh, um, he's standing up and asked him what he was doing. I haven't doing. ate all day. I got in from work and we did. Oh yeah. But man, it's been a. It's. I just want to say it's been a pleasure. I want to say this at least once. It's been a pleasure playing with Britt. And I'm very grateful for all he's done for me and for my wife and for both of our lives, man. It's been, this. I, we joke and say my back porch has been the cave of a doom. I was in a dark place, like a cave, and uh, Britt came in and like, we've, you know, we've, we're guys and we've spent a lot of time <coughs> together. So it's been heated here at times. It's been awesome at times, but... Uh, He's helped me beat an addiction problem. I had a 15, 
to 20 year. You, you, is this cool? Can I, okay, I had a 15, 20, are you sure? Uh, 15 to 20 year heroin addiction, and that's kind of what got me on the harmonica. It was my tool. But I was <coughs> doing about <clears throat> three points a day. Three points would be three uses. And that wouldn't even get, that was to maintain, you know? I was lucky if I got high, but I don't know. Jail and just relationships lost and you know what scared me was the fear that God was going to not wash his hands of me but turn me over to the desires of my own heart and man this that's the scariest feeling I've ever had was not it wasn't death it wasn't it was that is being turned over to my desires and I don't want to I don't want my desi- my desires are awful you know mm. so it, it created I hate to say it but heroin gave me a deeper love for Christ and it helped mold my relationship in ways that I would have never gotten had I not have strayed so far off the path but the harmonica man it got me through seven months of fighting an addiction and trying to stay clean to keep my wife to keep my family to keep my friends keep my puppy dog you know Piper's my dog if y'all hear her bark sorry but man uh Britt's been nothing but a blessing even though I might give him a hard time he's he's still the older brother here in this in this it's been a relationship it's definitely not I, I've been <laughs> Britt's an asexual <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this, it's not a homosexual relationship, but uh, it's not it's not hetero. It's asexual. <laughs> but I mean, I'm just kidding. Um, well, I, I didn't expect that conversation to take this turn, but yeah, Justin has. Uh, uh, you hear Papa right now in the background, but the cool thing about uh, Justin is that he is um, he is clean. You know, he he had a a, a problem for a long time. Um, and it was hard for him to beat. Um, and so for the past four months, I've been hanging out here for a while uh, with him. But um, gosh, now that you opened up that door, I feel like I need to tell the whole story. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, uh, um, Me and Justin first met, I used to live in Chickamauga. Um, I lived in the Chattanooga area for 10 years. After I graduated high school in Commerce, Georgia, I moved up here. And then... Um, uh, during that 10-year period, uh, there were six years that I worked at a church just a couple miles down the road from his house called Oakwood Baptist, where I was working with students, and just uh, I loved it. I loved uh, working with students and, and teenagers and just pouring into these guys um, each week and, and just loving on them, you know, and just helping them to grow into young men. See, Britt's a lot older than me. I'm not a lot older than Justin. Lots older. Um but uh, I had met a buddy that we became really close. His name was Rick. And uh, me and Rick became really good friends, really close. And Justin lived across the street from Rick. Long story short, I met Justin through Rick. And so... Uh, Rick turned me on to uh, Ronnie Millsap. Yes. Don, Don Williams. Did he really? Yeah. Uh, 
and the first time I ever heard Curtis Lowe was Rick and that. Dinosaur. Oh, that's cool. Yep. So I met Justin way back when when we were both young. I was in college, and Justin, well, I guess you'd already graduated high school. No, I was in high school. I was this either junior or senior. Did you graduate with Rick? Yeah. Well, then it'd been after high school because I I knew Rick when he was graduated. Okay. Um. So anyway, I for some reason we had a like a kinship, but we weren't ever close. But we we knew each other, and I don't know. I don't, you in- I don't really know how to explain it. Okay. For me, uh, Britt was a normal guy. I had this idea of who Christ was. I don't mean to make this a preaching. I'm not preaching. No, you're not preaching, no. Uh, It's not even excellent. We're just telling our story. Okay. So, like, I had this idea of Christ, and it was from TV, from my parents, from my grandparents. Mm -hmm. It was an idea an image of Christ from everywhere but mine. Mm. Everywhere but a genuine relationship. And it it could have been innocent, you know? I just didn't know any better. But it wasn't until I questioned that and wondered. Anyways, when I got to wondering, you, you were a normal dude, like that didn't live this square life I thought this religious square life yeah this yeah religious man legalistic no don't get me wrong I think if you love Christ you'll obey the commandments and the laws and stuff but that's just because out of love you know you do it's like smoking in mama's car you know at first you don't the beginning of wisdom is fear of the Lord well, you don't smoke in mama's car because she'll take the car away, whip you, or whatever. You know, you're 16 years old driving mom's car around. She's either going to ground you or take the car away. Well, and then as you get older, you're about in your mid-20s or so, you don't smoke in her car because out of respect or you love her. I mean, some people probably still do. I mean, I know I did, but mm-hmm. now, nowadays, I don't. She's got the grandkids back there, and yeah. I love her. I don't want to... I don't want her <coughs> car to smell like a cigarette. So, uh, perfect love knows no fear. Yeah. The absence of fear, man. But, uh, no, Britt was a cool dude, and he was he was an influence on us younger guys who, I was wayward. I was beginning my wayward process at that age. I was curious, you know. You hear, you hear of guys in college. They go and they hear one story about Karl Marx, and they turn into a. You were probably nineteen, maybe, eighteen or nineteen. I'd say I was like twenty-two. I graduated when I was seventeen. Okay, yeah, that's probably about right then. And uh, well, anyways, he kind of shaped my faith. He was part of what shaped my faith but we weren't close at all no it was just definitely we just knew knew each other and he didn't push the gospel on me he didn't push jesus on me what he did was he planted a seed and it got watered and when he showed back up man well, we were friends yeah yeah and so i moved away for 12 years i left in 2008 and i moved back uh in just this past summer um, but one day I was camping up in Tennessee during the COVID, uh, pandemic and it was in May, early May. 
and I was, I can't remember what the city, what the town was, but we were way up in Tennessee, this place. And you know how on Facebook you get these, uh, you scroll through and <clears throat> you'll get memories. Like this, so-and-so happened on this day. Well, I got a memory that said uh, uh, something about Justin in 2014. Like it was April of 14. And it was just about a month after one of our friends had died. And um, I just, so I saw the memory and I thought, huh, let me, I, I think I'll reach out to him or message him on Messenger and just let him know that I'm actually, I'm moving back and uh, would love to connect up or reconnect somehow go out to eat or something um and within like an hour justin messaged me back and then that like that friday night we end up hanging out um i can tell this story i can go into go. The detail on this one if you want yep all right so you know i'm going through that i'm going through the addiction problem and uh i'm sitting back here on my just on my back porch we're on my back porch right now yep you know, we're calling it the cave of a and if you're not familiar with that, it's Second Samuel 22:1. I believe that's what it is, or is it First Samuel? It's Second Samuel 20:22. Anyways, just because it's a training place, when David and his mighty men, you know, right before they formed Zion, established Zion in Jerusalem. They were at the cave of Adullam. But uh, I'm out here. I'm going through some trouble. I've had some friends not necessarily walk away from me, but kind of more or less give me the give me the slip, you know. They dipped out on me. No betrayals, really, but just kind of some heartbreaks. But they weren't as close as I thought they were, and I wasn't as close as I thought I was, you know. And these are long-term relationships. Anyways, I needed guidance. I needed a, but I didn't want, which is really cool because I got a pastor who's like this too, by the way. But, I mean, I needed a friend that was an like an elder figure, you know, and Brit's that, no and doubt. I hate that word. Yeah, but <laughs> to me, he's led worship. He knows the word, and he lives above reproach in ways that I don't. In ways that I didn't, I feel like I, because of him, things are, I've grown. I'm not saying I wasn't eating meat, I was only drinking milk, but spiritually speaking, I'm, I'm on a healthy diet of milk and meat right now, and these four months have been, they put me to the test, and it's kept me pushing the short-term goals with the long-term goal at the end, of course, but fighting the good fight man and we learned how to fight better here in the duel mm. I've seen him grow and I've seen I don't know it's just nice to have someone here that witnessed it with me so I, it's proof can be shared you know usually in in spiritual in Christianity you should say you've seen Christ you felt Christ well we can both we can both say that now and it's hard to do that when it's just you. It's you are your only witness. Well, we got us more than one witness now. And uh, I don't know. We've just been back here, and we've been pushing each other daily. And I've learned 
I don't know. I've I've learned more at an accelerated level than I have in the past about how to how to be a better husband, how to be a better friend, how to be a better son, how to be a better brother, uh, uncle, nephew, cousin, whatever, brother-in-law. But just. It was cool. I prayed. I asked God for him. I said, God, could you send me a, a friend? Could you send me someone who could guide me in your direction and push me and help me stay clean? Anyways, it was not a week later. Britt called me and I was like, or texted me, whatever. I was like, yeah, let's hang out, man. I just got a harmonica. I know you play, so. And I didn't know I was any like I didn't know I'm any good. I'm not saying I am good. If you hear me, you'll be like, "What the hell? What the heck does he think he's done?" But I mean, I kind of got some like I like the Beastie Boys, man, and Waylon Jennings, some Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Bo Duke and Axl Rose, you know. So Justin has taught himself, and what drew me to it is because um, when he plays harmonica and when you hear it here in a little while you'll you'll understand but he plays in a way that actually fits the the key that I'm playing in and it just it just it just fits and uh like I said earlier and this isn't to make his head big cuz he's sitting right here beside me but and he knows this cuz I told him I said Justin I could have chose blank blank you know uh but I didn't feel like that's who I was supposed to choose to do this music journey with um, because I'd already done the solo stuff and blah 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 but I wanted something else, I wanted something more, I wanted someone to be with me to, to do this thing with and um, I said I could have chosen so and so and but I, I feel like you're the one that I'm supposed to be probably should have probably should have God uses the foolish things Amen I am a foolish thing I was, no doubt. Well, this is cool. Uh, so, but tagging on to what he was saying, um, <clears throat> with uh, him praying and me coming to his life a week later, we'd already known each other 12 years before, but we hadn't seen each other. But it's like, it's like I remember the first week we hung out, we both said, um, man, it's kind of like it wasn't 12 years. We just... Bam! Picked up. We did. We connected, song. and and I I tell him this all the time that and and this was this will this is what I'm about to say. Hopefully, will encourage some of y'all. Is that uh, you know, sometimes in life, and it's it's sad, but some people never get to experience true, authentic friendships. Sure, we have friends. We have people that we call our best friends and all that, you know. But some people never get to really experience that genuine friendship, you know. And so, but but, Lord, just kind of blessed us both with that, and um, which is awesome. Uh, so, you know, I encourage whoever's listening right now to to um, really take notice of who you're surrounding yourself with um, and realize who your true friends are and em- embrace them and, and love them, encourage them, um, call them out when they need to be called out. and um, Know the difference between an exhortation and an admonition. Yes, that's exactly, that's exactly right. And that's what you, that's, 
man, it's kind of bittersweet in a way because you're an innocent babe, you're a child, you know, and then any growth takes you from child to maybe adolescent or mm-hmm. mid-adolescent or early adolescent anyways, mm-hmm. into manhood, into his acorn, acorn falling out of the tree. An acorn fell out of the tree and his little Yorkie pupper starts barking. No, oh, she's so good. She's sweet. She's beautiful. So in First Samuel 18, uh, Saul resents David. I think he throws a spear at him here and... Because uh, Saul kills his thousand, his hundreds, and David kills his thousands, right? Well, Saul gets jealous of David. Well, Saul's son is Jonathan, and Jonathan and David have formed a tight friendship. And what it says is, now when he when he had finished speaking to Saul, this is speaking about David, the son of Jesse. He says, now when he had finished speaking to Saul, the Saul the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Alright? And then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. And David went out and behaved wisely. So they made a, it was like a covenant relationship. It was. Their souls were knit together, intertwined. And I think playing music. I bet they played music together. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I didn't either, man. Uh, playing music with Brit has, oh, like, gave me insight on a new relationship. It's like, it's it's not, it's not intimate like we're dancing, but it's like something. My my soul and your soul mm-hmm. have created something together, and yeah. I can feel feed off of you it's like i'm gleaning off of this it's the spirits at work yes. in it because i think both of us have christ yep. at the at the foundation that's, that's the key i mean no matter how rotten i am i'm saying yep. I, I know i'm a rotten sinner who needs christ you know why does a guy go to the doctor because he's sick mm-hmm. why do i go to a savior because i need saving mm-hmm. but i mean it ain't about all that stuff no. man. what i'm saying is uh, we Brit showed up, man, and I'm showing up because of Brit. He's he's fed me like that, so he, I, I kind of feel like our souls were, I guess, knit. That yeah. they're knit together. I mean, I've got a couple friends that I love like that, and I don't know that they would understand what I was saying if I said that. You know, some of them might say, "Oh, that's that's deep, Justin," but. Deep calls into deep, you know, and learn to swim. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah, so I, I, was, I want I wanted to do this this first show, uh, just kind of give y'all a little idea of what we're doing and how we got together playing music because, you know, y'all have heard me interview. Uh, for those of you that subscribe, you've heard me interview some really cool people and all that. But uh, me and Justin are doing something really neat. And uh, I mentioned this at the first of the show that our, you know, we're just now starting this. So uh, we have a little Facebook page, and right now it's facebook.com forward slash the Jones Boys Music. And we're going to be doing some live shows on there every Sunday night at 8 o'clock. Um, but yeah, it's just really cool to, to and I, I've got a lot of musician friends, um, but there's something 
extra special about this because of the backstory. And so now that you guys know the backstory, and I hope you will go to our Facebook page and like it and, and kind of join this journey with us. Uh, but I, I wanted just to kind of give you an insight and a little backstory of how we got together and how the music thing happened. Uh, because when I first met Justin, he wasn't a harmonica player, you know. Uh, and never in a million years did I think I'd be playing with a harmonica player. You know what I mean? Or a heroin addict. Or a heroin addict. <laughs> uh, which brings me to this part, the point, and me and Justin's talked about this tour blue in the face. We always talk about stuff. But, um, you know, when I first moved back to this area, I was excited because, you know, this this felt like home again uh, because I lived here for so long. And... I was I was in a I was in a season of transition, and I was actually moving to northeast Georgia to a place called Blairsville, and that's where I was going to live, you know. And I'd already had I had a job interview set up and everything, um, but within that same week, I had another job interview here in Chattanooga, and uh, they offered me the job here in Chattanooga. And the more um, the, the more time I thought about it, I knew that this was where I wanted to be or where I wanted to end up. And so, uh, I never, I guess what I'm trying to, to wrap, to kind of put a, a, a little bow on this is that, um, don't worry about my feelings. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I moved up here for other reasons. Um, and it wasn't for the guy sitting across the table from me right now. You know, I never in a million years thought that I would be hanging out over here with, with this cat named Justin. Um, but God had different plans and opened up the door for me to be able to do that. Now, I say all that to say this. The place I was in spiritually even and, and mentally was a place where I had, you know, went through some dark times and just some, some depression and a lot of things that some of you experience. Uh, the last thing, and I've told you, we've joked about this before. Um, it's funny how God works, you know, for those of you that really have faith in, in God, um, the creator God. Um, God, God Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that God. Yes. Um, but... It's funny how God works because I, I moved up here for other reasons and um, he started revealing to me that um, he was using a heroin addict and we say heroin addict, Justin is clean, uh, but you know, within, in, in, in that culture, in that community, that's, they, you know, that's what they are, that's what they call them, um, but I'm the, retired. he's retired from heroin, praise <laughs> God. Uh, but the last thing I expected was a heroin addict to influence me with the Bible and Scripture. Um, because I wasn't where I used to be with my walk with the Lord and all that. And so the, I, I think, I guess it was the first time I came over here, uh, Justin has like a million notebooks of notes that he takes and things he writes down from verses to things that he's studying and reading and his Bible he he'll highlight verses and write little notes beside his verses to uh, uh, remind him of where he was and what he was doing when he read that, and it just it, it had an impact on me because here I was the, the 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 one that was a youth pastor wanting to influence him, um, 
but God ended up using him to influence me in ways that I never expected. So we say I say all that to let you know just the backstory of why we're even doing music together and why I even want to do this this uh, bonus episode um, on this podcast. Um, Thanks for saying that. Yeah. So it's just um, you know I'm very grateful. I'm I'm excited and um, yeah. First, you know. First Samuel twenty two, one through two. That's where David and all who are in distress, uh, in debt, they went down to the cave of doom. All the outcasts, the outlaws, a bunch of ragtag dudes like you know, like me, mm-hmm. meet David, who's an emulation of Christ. In that cave, they train in the cave. They learn how to live together in the cave. They come out of the cave and they take a unorganized whatever Saul had left of you know Israel and they establish Zion which was King Solomon's David handed it over to King Solomon and it was the peak of Israel so until until the second time second Mm -hmm. return but in its glory days it, it was a bunch of foolish men outcasts uh, not people you would picture being royal or being who who would turn a nation and make it the most powerful nation and a superpower anyways that's it just goes to show what happens when people get on board with each other and there's no the motive is good the motive is pure the motive is love the motive is Christ and it's kind of what brings the Bible to life to me I like to test my doubts if I have a doubt I like to dig to the bottom of the doubt so if if Joe Smith has a doubt and he digs six feet man I if I have to dig 16 feet or 17 feet you know I'll, I'll dig I'll dig that far until I'm satisfied until and usually my doubts solidify my faith, man. So I'd say if you mm. ever have doubts, don't like hide from the doubt or feel bad about it. Test that doubt. Like dig to the bottom of it. And don't stop. Don't get distracted, but don't stop because someone else stopped. Like treat a commentary like it's a conversation, not a teaching, you know? Because I would be, I used to run away from commentaries because of that. Mm-hmm. I would say I don't want to get a biased view on it. Well, just treat it as if you and the author of that commentary are having a conversation. He's not lecturing you. He's right. Oh, that's good. Yeah, man. That's good. I hadn't heard you. It's the first time I heard you say that. Well, my pastor David said that. David Brown from Center Grove. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, that's awesome. Um. Um, 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 um. I feel like there's more I want to talk about, but it's been like, you know. Well, my wife, Ashley. Oh, let's talk about Ashley. She's she's so pretty. (laughs) She's the prettiest girl I've ever seen. And that's another cool thing, uh, before you go on, is that, you know, not only did I get blessed with Justin, but it's been so cool to gain a... Uh, friend and his wife because me and her have become very close and um, I love her she's 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 like my sister 
but we have just um, it's just been a really cool experience. Y'all been mashed together too, knit together. That's right, exactly. I agree, and um, so it's just it's been really awesome. And I just it, it I, I, the, the 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 whole point, the main reason, like I, I've already said this, but now for those of you that are listening, um, you. And when you listen to us play, you've got a picture of our story in your mind, and um, which I think is pretty freaking cool, you know. And Piper, you can't forget Piper. She's trying. She's trying. Brett's trying to coach her vocals, but <laughs> she's a little too high. We'll have to get an E or an F to sing with Piper. But Ashley, uh, Ashley was Teacher of the Year a couple years back. Yep. As a elementary school teacher, now she teaches here at the local school, about a seven iron length away from us. Mm hmm She's teaching fifth grade there. Excellent educator. She loves kids. Yeah, she's got the patience most of us can never have. But, man, she's been the rock of my life. She's my treasure, and... Without her, I don't know what I'd do, man. So, thanks, she's, babe. She's been there with yeah, you she, through thick and thin. She stood by her man, and I'll forever, I'll, I'll have to live up to that standard of love the rest of my life, which, I got that, I got that easy, man. <laughs> but, she's a tough girl, man. I'm very thankful for her. I wish y'all could see her. Maybe you get to hear her voice. Oh, they will. Long. They will. They'll get to hear her. Um... So next time we're going we're going to probably do this again uh another episode but maybe next week we'll talk about kind of uh the Waylon Jennings influence in Justin's life and oh, yeah. some some nuances in that and just kind of give y'all a, a taste of of um uh his influence Justin's influence on me with music um because it's definitely taking a different turn. Yours with yours on me too, though. I never cared for structure. Yeah. For doing it how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. It's you, made you a better musician because of that, in my opinion. Because I've watched you grow tremendously. It's created boundaries in my physical life as well. It's helped me. It's helped me set boundaries for myself. Oh, that's cool. Music's powerful, man. It is. Music is a healer. And I, I first heard somebody say that years ago. My favorite country uh, female artist, Wynonna Judge, she said at a concert, uh, she goes, uh, she just told everybody, about 10,000 people, she goes, I just want y'all to know that music is a healer. And that stuck with me because, geez, how many times have we all listened to certain songs or, or music and it has healed us in some way or... Um, we've it's it's caused us to reconnect in some way, or it's caused emotions. Well, uh, Saul, King Saul, mm -hmm. the Lord put a spirit of distress over him, and when the spirit of distress would come, he would call David in to play the harp for him, oh, that's and right. David would would leave Saul of the of the distress mm -hmm. of the distressing spirit. Mm. Well, and Lucifer. Oh, son of the morning, how you have fallen! You know, the anointed cherub that covers with, and uh, you were decorated with all the royal stones or whatever. And then he says, "Your timbrels and pipes 
So timbrels are like a hand instrument. Mm-hmm. Pipes would be vocals, or to or like a flute. Yeah. Or a harmonica. I'm sure Lucifer didn't play a harmonica. You never know. Yeah. You better not have. <laughs> Get behind me, Satan. <laughs> Anyways, uh, man, music's powerful. You know, if the leader of worship, and I'm not saying Lucifer for sure led worship right, in right. heaven, yeah. but it kind of looks that way. It does, yeah. He had the breastplate as yeah. the high priest had. Yep. And but he only had nine stones. Mm-hmm. The high priest had twelve. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the cherub faces the congregation. The cherubim face the congregation, and the rest of the angels are looking in, or the rest of heaven would be looking towards the throne. And the seraphim are covering God. Well, I just think music's powerful, and Brit's got a gift of. He's got talent, man, and I'm trying to hang with him. Y'all stay tuned. Got something brand new for today. You're doing a good job at it. Um, Yeah, so uh, here in just a little bit, we're going to play a few songs, a few covers uh, that we've been working on, and just kind of give you an idea, um, and hopefully that'll turn you on to go to our uh, Facebook page and, and hang out with us and watch us on this journey that neither one of us have ever embarked on before. Um, once again, it's facebook.com forward slash the Jones boys music. And, uh, so just in a, just hang tight after this little music interlude and you'll hear us play a couple songs. Sound good, Justin? Sounds good to me. So one of the songs we wanted to do uh, that we were mentioning earlier is a song that, well, the other night Justin had mentioned that uh, his mother was a big fan of this uh, certain artist. She was a big 90s rock star, and uh, but and she was a rocker too. She was a great songwriter, still is, I guess. I, I hadn't heard anything from her in a long time. But um, we thought, uh, when he mentioned this to me, I thought, man, that might be kind of cool to try to cover... Um, to cover that song, you know, because I, I don't ever hear covers of it, so I thought maybe we could do that, acoustic and the harmonica and all that, but uh, his mom uh, loves this artist, it's Melissa Etheridge, and the song's called uh, I'm the Only One. I used to think Mama was so cool when she played this song, you know? Yeah, because it was a rocking one. Oh yeah, man, I thought that's all, Mama's cool, you know? You still think your Mama's cool? Mama's always cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, here we go, see if y'all remember it. Of a man. 
So that was uh, the only one. I hope y'all enjoyed that. Um, but uh, we're going to do a couple more here in just a second after this break. Well, thanks so much for checking out today's episode of Throwback Country Music. It's been a while since I put one out, but I uh, wanted to do this one, uh, a little bonus episode, because me and my buddy Justin, we just started a little duo where we're doing Facebook Live concerts every Sunday night at 8 o'clock. You can check us out on facebook.com forward slash the Jones Boys Music. 
Uh, or you can check out my Facebook page as well. It'll be, it'll be on there, which is um, facebook.com forward slash Britt Jones uh, Music. But anyway, I just hope you all will tune in. It's every Sunday night, and uh, we play acoustic guitar, harmonica. We play some cover songs, some originals. We just have fun. You know, it's just a little hour-long show that we wanted to start doing and all that good stuff. But uh, check back here again because we have some really cool stuff we're going to talk about. We're going to do a a few more, uh, or at least a couple more episodes on Throwback uh, about some really neat things that have something to do with uh, some music that's going on and what me and Justin are doing. It's just, uh, you know, we're just having, have, basically having fun playing music and uh, loving life at the same time. So uh, thank you so much for hanging out with, the, with me and him. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. We only did one song. Uh, I thought we were going to get have time to do a couple more. But you got to hear I'm the only one. And so hopefully you uh, were digging it. Have a great week. We'll holla at you soon. Goodbye.